What's that smell? How do we find that smell? What smell? What smell are you talking about? I don't know. Where do we begin? Ah, ah. The truth of the matter is that in order to find a smell, you would sniff until you locate it. Welcome to another episode of the Where Do We Begin podcast. Uh, this episode nominated for worst intro of the year. Uh, <laughs> smell, I'm sure- <laughs> what's that smell? That's all we got. Oh my god. We could re-record it. Hey, I liked it. I'm Wayne. I'm Trog. Love. I'm Balp. And I'm Gur. And that's everyone. And we are here tonight with discussions. All kinds of things. Oh boy, oh boy, I love discussions. The date is October 7th, 2020, and we are in the month of the pumpkin. The time of the ghost. That's right, this Halloween is... Halloween month, this is baby. The month of Halloween. This is our Halloween episode, and we've got scary smells, deadspace3.com slash smell. Uh, I find it interesting that uh, a holiday that you celebrate for five hours out of the night, one day out of the year, is celebrated pretty much the entire month of October. So is Christmas. Yeah, they want money. People want money. Christmas can be an all-day thing, though. You could eat a meal all day. You could open presents all day. If you're a really die-hard pumpkin fan, you can't Halloween, no, celebrate Halloween. Halloween all day. All right, all right, all right. So I'm going to describe you how to celebrate Halloween all day. You wake up. You wake your kids up. You scare them. You give them a little, like, chainsaw <laughs> scare to wake them up out of bed. Then you feed them a pumpkin, like, a pumpkin-flavored breakfast, maybe pumpkin Why? pancakes. I bet those would be delicious. Okay, that sounds good, the, though, yeah. And then you get them you get them in costume because they're going to go to school in costume because there's a costume party at school. Unless then they Saturday. come home and then they go trick or treating. Listen, so every every 5 out of 7 years you can celebrate Halloween all day. And even then you could probably make some tweaks for 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 the morning. Now if you don't have kids, then no, you can't, but if you have kids you can do it. As, no, the spirit of Halloween is once the sun is down. Sorry. I mean, that's that's at its peak. Yeah, you, you just can't be scary in the light. Because then the rest of that's no different than the rest of the fucking month. Halloween, to me, has never been a holiday about sca- being actually scared. It's just a holiday about that's one element. candy and dressing up. Those fucking scary stuff is a core element to Halloween. Are you crazy? It's a theme that's easy to get into. The theme of the month is horror. Scary stuff. It yeah. is not common practice to celebrate ha- Halloween for the entirety of the day like you would Christmas, but you could. You absolutely could if you were a diehard Halloween mm. fan, and I guarantee you there are people, there are people who do. Yeah. So email in, where do we begin QA? Do you celebrate Halloween all day? I know for a fact that people do that because people will like, people around here, they'll go to Salem, Massachusetts, like, they'll just go and they'll just like party, and it's like, they, they like, it, it like, that's that that it's just it, it, Salem's a pretty normal place, but like during Halloween, they turn into like a tourist town where like you go and it's like, oh, let's check out where they burn witches and then like go drinking and eat candy, I guess. Do you think there's somebody that wakes up Halloween morning and the first thing out of their mouth is they just go, oh, boo, Halloween. <laughs> just realize what day is. Oh, boo. Scary day. I've spent a lot of time on the internet, and people love this fucking holiday, man. It's the only time that has, like, a cool theme to it. It's, like, supernatural yeah, like, stuff. Dun, dun, it's dun, weird dun, dun, stuff. Dun. You know, like, the, it, it's so broad. <laughs> like, you you got, you know, like, creatures and also, like, magical beings, the occult, things like that. It's, it's 
cool stuff. It's fantastical stuff. If, if if come November you come in here and you're all like Pilgrim Corps, you got your buckle hat, you'll get shoved into a locker because what good is that? Now thanks Thanksgiving. That's a holiday you do not celebrate. Yeah, all month. You, you you don't you don't do you don't do any uh Captain Captain John Arbuckle cosplay. Thanksgiving's a day where you completely gorge yourself on that day anyway. Like you're you're going to overindulge on one day. You don't need to spread it through the month. Can we all agree, all members of this podcast, Thanksgiving is one of the worst holidays? Uh-huh. No. Um I don't know. I think it sucks shit. St. Patrick's Day is stupid. I'm pretty neutral. Out of the major holidays, I think Thanksgiving sucks shit. It's sure, you can eat some food, but like you could do that anyway. Well, then what are the major holidays? Are we counting Easter as a major holiday? Yeah, because I would say Easter sucks more shit than Thanksgiving. I don't know. <laughs> When's the last time you celebrated Easter? When you were seven? Hey, I eat eggs on Easter. I think you can chart, like... And I like eggs more than turkey. It's like a line graph, right? It's a line graph where the x-axis is your age and the y-axis is your enjoyment of the holiday. And I feel like Easter starts high and then just asymptotically approaches no enjoyment at all until you just stop celebrating it entirely i'm not christian i have never celebrated easter in earnest i that's honestly again it's it's just a day where you have fun and eat a lot of candy now i don't always do this but easter like even if i don't celebrate easter easter do be having that post-holiday candy sales well so does like every other like candy base not thanksgiving you can't get discount candy on thanksgiving that's true there's no thanksgiving candy and if it there was, it'd be gross. You can get discount turkeys. Like turkey lollipop. Who the fuck? I do not buy discount turkey on Thanksgiving. Something about that, it sounds heinous. You get a discount turkey on Black Friday. You want this old meat that didn't make it? You no, know, that's the thing, though, is you get Thanksgiving done, and it's like, all right, tomorrow we're going to buy everything dirt fucking cheap because the next day is Black Friday. Buy our dying corn. Yeah, but Black Friday sucks so much shit yeah, Black that Friday it, by, by principle, brings Thanksgiving's volumes down. Oh, I can buy electronics for half price, so... I, I think I think also what the holiday of Thanksgiving stands for is also bad. Well, what it stands for is thank being thankful. That doesn't mean that's what actually happened. Yeah, that's the, the base <laughs> level symbolism of the holiday. I think if you if you trace it back to like any historical event, it'll probably be bad. We don't really, yeah. <laughs> we don't really know what they were getting up to in at All Hallows Eve or whatever the fuck. April Fool's Day was so fucked up. Yeah, the original, the first, the first fool, like they they've toned fools down since then. The first trick killed like ten people. Absolutely, <laughs> like a jester is domesticated. You don't know what a fool is like. <laughs> <laughs> a domesticated fool is a jester. I mean, it's a sh- it, it, they had jesters domesticated, but like they got wiped out. You don't see jesters anymore. They went extinct. So domestication couldn't save them. I want to say though, from like a pragmatic point of view. Easter is preferable to Thanksgiving because it's always on a Sunday, right? Because mm-hmm. so so with like a standard nine to five, five days a week work week, they'll always give you the Friday off instead oh, of the yeah, Sunday because, right. you know, that you're doesn't right. count. But if that's the argument, then Thanksgiving is always on a Thursday. Yeah. Thanksgiving's on a Thursday. They don't give you the Friday off. Really? You, I, you go, you go to, you go to work, you have a, you have a Thanksgiving day off. And they have to go back to work for that Friday. Yeah, I've, n- I've never worked a job where they gave me the Friday off. They, I haven't had a Thanksgiving Friday off since school. It's a waste. They haven't, they haven't done that since I was in fucking high school. Every job I've worked, Thursday, you did not get Friday. 
I guess it depends. You got Thanksgiving Thursday, Wasteful Friday. It depends on if you're working in a retail Dark position Friday. or not, because I, I haven't worked retail, so, like, I would always get... Retail, you don't get anything off. Are you kidding? I would always get Thursday, Friday off. I don't work retail, and I don't get Friday off. You're getting screwed there, because I've... Ever since, like, every non-retail job I've had, yeah, you got the Friday after Thanksgiving off. Yeah, it's just a long weekend. Well, I only ever worked jobs that were retail or retail adjacent, so... I've only had one job besides streaming. Literally only the... Well, I've had multiple positions in this same company, but it was always... I've, I've only worked for one company in my life. Yeah, meat, meat man, fruit man, money man. You did it all. Yeah. Master of grocers. I liked the, I liked the, I liked the produce thing. I didn't like the retail bit. Yeah, money man is the worst role to play. Nobody likes to be the money man. I didn't like how I had to work every holiday. Yeah, that sucks shit. Like, mandatory. That sucks a fatty. I will say, though, I, I got lucky. I only had to work Christmas one year, but holy shit. What a fucking miserable experience working Christmas Day. Working at the pet store, uh, my days off were always Thursday and Friday. That had two downsides. One, anytime a holiday would fall on a Thursday, I wouldn't get an extra day off, which was always, like, upsetting. Uh, like, like I basically like Thanksgiving always sucked because it was like, okay, here's a day that you would normally have like to do whatever the fuck you want. Mm -hmm. But no, like all everyone else is getting off work and you have to like go do like you have to be like fully occupied going out somewhere or whatever. You have to celebrate Thanksgiving. And then the other downs. But but the pro the, the upside to that was I never worked a single Black Friday because I always had Friday off. They never they never got me like. They tried. I think I think there was one year. I think there was one year where they tried to pull me in. I was like, well, that's my day off and I'm going to be out of town for Thanksgiving, which is a lie. I never fucking leave town for Thanksgiving. I lied. I lied through my fucking teeth at work. You were just hiding in a cave instead. <laughs> yeah, I had to hide in a cave or else they'd find me. That completely reminded me. Uh, I remember when I got so fed up with like after that Christmas that I worked, I got so fed up with that shit that come January, I was like, OK, this year I'm setting a fucking I'm setting two days that I will not work because you can set that as like a schedule restriction. And uh, I was like, all right, let me look at the calendar for the end of this year. When does when does Christmas happen this year? It's like, oh, Christmas Eve is when or it's like Tuesday. Christmas Day is like Wednesday. All right, I'm never working Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Don't ever call me on Tuesdays or Wednesdays. And that worked out so fucking well. Because <laughs> it guaranteed one year I wouldn't have to work Christmas Day. The next year I wouldn't have to work Christmas Day. And then this year I would have had to. But then I said, fuck you and left. Nice. Calculated. Calculated. We've kind of gone off from the uh, Halloween discussion. But I'd like to rein us back in towards the spooky month of the year. Is that okay nope. with everybody? Are yeah. you too scared nope. to continue yeah. discussing it? Because I was thinking, um, I was thinking earlier today actually about like, do you guys remember what you dressed up as for Halloween as a kid? Yes, I do. I remember every single one. I'm gonna be so real. I have never dressed up for Halloween ever. What? How did you get candy? Wow, I did. I didn't go trick or treating. I never oh. went trick or treating. So it's a combination of. Me asking for a costume to go trick-or-treat, and my parents saying, you're not going to go to people's uh, strangers' houses to get candy, and we can't afford a costume, so... Okay, well, Balp, Balp, I what I want you to do, Balp, is I want you to come up with what you would have... Power Ranger. ...gone as, as a kid, while everybody else, <laughs> I want... I want to hear from everybody else what your favorite childhood Halloween costume was. I'm interested. 
Uh, favorite how so favorite looking back as an adult and laughing at it favorite or favorite like that was the one I enjoyed the most as a kid hmm. I mean feel free to both? give both I somehow remember every single costume like I, I for whatever reason I, I, I Halloween at the trick-or-treating age was much more special than any other holiday I think the and the memories stand like stronger because you had like there's so much variation in, in, in Halloween, both with like what costume you wear and what you did, like the people that you go trick or treating with, like whoever you're hanging out with and where you go and what you actually partake in on that Halloween night. Like Christmas never fucking changes other than like what you get. Like Thanksgiving never changes other than like, did you eat marshmallow casserole or or black bean casserole? Um, that's not a dish. Black bean casserole isn't real um, unless it is. And you can fucking email me your anger. Have that way to do that. Uh, so favorite Halloween costume when I was a kid that I enjoyed the most. Did you, did any of you guys ever see or dress up as a, like a wraith, like, like a, like a yeah. black, it was like, it was like a black robe with a hood that had that. It was like a cloak with a hood that had like a mesh mask over yeah. it so yeah. that you could yeah. see through it, but no one could, you couldn't see in. That's literally the only one I had. I could remember is that yep. one. And like, so you couldn't see into it, but it had like these weird glasses you would wear that were just like glowing red eyes. Oh, I didn't have glowing eyes. Yeah, it was dope. It was like the the actual like apparatus was strange. But my favorite as an adult because it's fucking funny. I think from the the ages of like 3 to 6, I think 3 years in a row or something like that, I went as Bible Man. Oh yeah. <laughs> the I've told you guys about this. Bible Man is a straight to VHS uh action hero. Uh he is a yellow and purple cop man with like a yellow lightsaber that he doesn't use because he wins by convincing the the villains to read the bible or some shit he like never uses the lightsaber and i when i was a kid i thought he was so fucking cool and nowadays i think that's probably just because of the color scheme i was a child that was attracted <laughs> to bright colors and i was brainwashed into uh the christian to christianity so like bright colors and brainwashing you know i had to love bible man you had to um and then like when I was when I was a little kid, it was it was Buzz Lightyear and Bible Man. Those were my two favorite things. But when it's Buzz Lightyear, a bunch of Bible yeah, Man, yeah, those Buzz are my, those are my favorite. Literally, all the only one that I can remember for some reason, I don't remember like any of my costumes except for like that Wraith one that you were describing. Uh, I didn't have light up eyes, but I do remember it being one of the more comfortable costumes I had ever worn, and it was still incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't think I once went trick-or-treating in a costume that didn't make me feel uncomfortable after, like, 15 minutes. Yeah, there's, I have a lot of discomfort Halloween memories. Like, I dressed up as a werewolf one year, and the costume was so fucking hot, I was gonna die. And I was like, that combined with all the walking around, I was an out-of-shape child, it was horrible. My picks are, um, whenever I, I legitimately don't remember how old I was. I had to have been elementary school age for both of these. But one was I went as Sonic the Hedgehog, and my mom made the costume for me. She Sick. like she like made these like felt spine like spine things to put on a hood. That was cool. Um, the weird one, and the one that made me think of this question in the first place, is I had like a a brain memory returned to me of being a kid and deciding that. I wanted to. This is super fucking obscure. I wanted to as a kid. For Halloween, be uh, Quail Man. Do any of you know what that is? Yeah, I know Quail Man from head. fucking Doug. Yeah. From Doug? Yeah. We had a high school teacher that every Halloween what? would dress up as Quail Man and he would rollerblade into every classroom. I don't know what that is. 
Okay, so there is a TV show called Doug. Let's see. Let's start there. Okay, well, actually, let's start. I hated uh, Doug. So there's a TV network called Nickelodeon. Let's tell him about Doug. So Doug is this little bald bitch. So I hated Doug. Is a... <laughs> so television. So Doug can go faster. So what was wrong a with cathode Doug? ray tube television is a Doug big sucked. vacuum. Um, An electron is a particle that. So quantum foam. Why'd you, Gert, tell me why you hated Doug. You want me to? You want me to tell you why I hated Doug? He wasn't funny. What? He was literally. But funny. he broke grill. He's sorry. Uh, anyway, that yeah. video's funny. I just remembered. I I went. <laughs> I like wanted to be Quail Man, and thinking about that now, it's like. Oh, by the way, if you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, there's a literally a TV show called Doug that was on Nickelodeon, and Doug had Got an alter ego kid. superhero named Quail Man, which was just him wearing a like a green sleeveless vest with like a cape with a Q which on he it. He always wore. And there was a belt, he had a belt wrapped around his forehead and wore underpants on top of his regular pants. So that was Quail Man. So imagine a, like a five-year-old dressed up like that. <laughs> I would laugh my ass off. It's so weird to me that you liked Doug at that age. That was like the type of cartoon that I, I file into like only good whenever you're an adult. No, I, I liked Doug. Doug was good. That's how I categorize it. Like that that was that was the cartoon that I watched whenever I had chicken pox and I was just in bed for a week. <laughs> well, you're a little younger than me, so I don't know. Maybe maybe you missed the Doug boat. I'm inclined to agree with with Log, and I disagree with Gurr because, like, as a I'm you're right, Log. As a child, I don't think I I don't think I knew of Doug, and I watched a few episodes, but I didn't think it was that funny. Now, as an adult, I think the concept of a I think the concept of someone, like, having a crush on a girl named Patty Mayonnaise is incredibly funny. Girl, I shout on you for saying Doug sucked, but I also didn't like Doug when I was a kid, so I don't yeah. even know what I was talking about. I <laughs> fucking... I remember specifically... Doug had a vibe that was specifically yeah. anti-child. I think yeah. it, like, repels children. No, it was anti-Doug. It was Doug, it was anti-Doug? Anti what? <laughs> Doug was in high school, wasn't he? Like, that was, like, a cartoon that took... Was it middle school? It was middle school. I think you, if you were a middle schooler when it aired, you probably could appreciate it more. I was, like, young when I it aired. Like, yeah. I mean, like like I said, I mean, uh, me, Gur, and Balp are the same age, but Wayne and Log are both younger than the three of us, so I think maybe mm -hmm. yeah. you guys... Because, to be fair, Doug got really bad. It was, an, it was a Nickelodeon show. I almost said it was a Nintendo show. My brain is <laughs> not working. Um, it was a Nickelodeon show, but then they sold it off to Disney... And uh, they made it bad. Yeah, Disney just fucking ruined it. Cause in the it 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 was a very like Hey Arnold esque show where it's like Doug was an underdog. Like he's not cool. Like he's specifically not cool, right? But he can go faster. <laughs> he can Doug or he can faster. But it's through that that it's endearing. And I I just like the names as an adult because Doug has a, has a friend named Skeeter. Skeeter, and he, yeah. And, he's, and he and he has a crush on a girl whose last name is Mayonnaise. Yeah, it's kind of a weird. Like thinking about it, it kind of makes sense that I like it. Thinking about what I like now, because it's kind of a bizarre show yeah. where it's just a cartoon and like a good amount of the time of an episode is like always dedicated to doug having like these like anxiety daydreams yeah it's like these panic attack anxiety daydreams where he just thinks of the worst possible outcome for his current situation like that 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 was like the thing is that like doug is just this like little nerdy like anxious Bitch. kid 
and it's like wow i can relate to this yeah it's it, it's a very endearing it's a very endearing show I, I, that's why i sort of have a soft spot for it from the few episodes i watched i got it hey what the fuck was up with that blue kid that honked at him yeah it's that was skeeter. skeeter yeah that was skeeter they really named their son skeeter yeah no and he honks. it was a nickname now, I do have to get us back on topic because Log never told us what his costume was that he liked. Yes, I was just about to say, Log, do you have costume stories? Hold on. Hold on. What was Skeeter's full name? I don't know. Look I it up. Know. Well, you, 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 failed, you failed the Doug test. All right, Log, go ahead. <laughs> Doug always called him Skeeter, which, is, which in hindsight is very funny. <laughs> hey, Cummer. <laughs> Skeeter bust. <laughs> Skeeter Bust! It was Skeeter Valentine. Oh yeah, Valentine. That's what it was. Buster Skeeter. But anyways, I only remember three costumes. I was Winnie the Pooh whenever I was two. Oh, wow, I'm surprised you can remember that. I was Harry Potter whenever I was five, and I was a Dementor whenever I was eight. Oh, nice. Yo! And those are the only costumes I remember. You, you what was that Dementor costume like? It was pretty much that what you described, the Wraith, but instead of like uh-huh. a mesh mask, it was just a real-ass mask that just kind of looked like a, like a whirlpool. Because they didn't have a face, right? They didn't have red yeah. eyes or anything like that. So I just wore like some shitty plastic to obscure my view. But um, like I, I really remember that, that Harry Potter time whenever I was five because... Naturally, we all know Harry Potter's just fucked beyond belief now. Yeah. yeah. But back then, whenever the first Harry Potter movie came out, there was so much novel candy all over the place. Like, like they had that one scene with the trolley cart, and just every piece of candy... Yeah, like the chocolate candy, frogs. Every piece of candy that was described became real that yeah, Halloween. that is true. Mm-hmm. I ate chocolate yeah, frogs. Yeah, I remember that. Th- those fucked up <laughs> jelly beans were just widely available. I remember Fuck those I ate jelly beans. I mean, those are still available, but they're just yeah. under a different name now. They stopped the Harry Potter branding. Yeah, but they were just like, they were just very, they were just everywhere, because I got a hold of them whenever I was five. I had an earwax jelly bean, and it, I could taste it for like a month. I, yeah. <laughs> I think I had it. one that was like pencil shaving. You remember that those jelly beans came with like trading cards of their like teachers? Isn't yeah. that a little weird? Uh, a little bit, but whatever. Like, like you're you're your own school, and you buy some jelly beans from the lunchroom, and you get a trading card of your math teacher <laughs> who dresses up as Quail Man. Well, that's not exactly the same. Well, your math teacher is not like world renowned. Yeah, it would be like if you went to a school where all of your teachers were incredibly famous celebrities. Like, like your gym teacher is Brad Pitt, and you get a Brad Pitt trading card at the lunchroom. That's still weird. It's true. That's still weird, but it's understandable. <laughs> but at least it makes more sense. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> uh, that'd be so... Why are kids in Harry Potter so dumb? Why did they eat candy that tasted bad on purpose? Why did kids in real life eat candy that tastes bad on <laughs> purpose? Fucking... I don't think they ate about? good candy. Bro, the social studies banner just went up. I got a five star Mrs. O'Neill. Hell yeah. <laughs> I got a I got an SR Mrs. Jackson. <laughs> okay, so now I have an, an addendum question that I just came up with to the costume discussion. Mm-hmm. Um you are transported back to the age of ten, but with your current twenty twenty adult brain, what do you pick as your costume? Power Ranger. You you don't change it, you're still Power Ranger. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I mean, I'm I'm thinking, if I go back in time, I'm thinking like, alright, how do I make my kid self look cool? Well, I mean, what's what's popular right now? I guess that's true. That's one way to take fucking it. Fucking sick-ass Green Ranger costume with the flute dagger. Uh, 
CeeLo Green, that one time he dressed up as a golden man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just beat him, beat him to I it. I mean, I just want that costume now, frankly. Yeah. That, oh, we can talk, we should talk about that later, because I, let's go around, what are your answers? What's, what was popular 17 years ago? Well, let me, let me set the stage. The year is, uh, around, let's say 1999. Uh, 1999. I think, uh, you know... The movie, the Adam Sandler comedy Big Daddy has taken the world by storm. You were 10 in 1999? No, I wasn't. None of us were. I don't know how old everybody You were is. six. I was six well, if, I was, if, I was, if it was 1999, if it was 1999, my costume would be a large uh, notepad with detailed instructions on how to thwart 9-11. <laughs> I don't even want to say mine anymore. I can't come up with anything funnier than that. Uh, Wayne, I'm going to go as that. I'm going to go as that, but because I'm 10, it's already post 9-11. Yeah, fuck. I'm just gonna go as the lottery numbers. Here you go, mom and dad. <laughs> the pressure's on for your neighborhood, Wayne. <laughs> Imagine a kid who wakes up and they're automatically already dressed as like a golden golem, and like etched <laughs> and like etched onto the armor is like instructions in English on a terrorist attack that has yet to happen yet, and just numbers. That's the greatest story never told. That would fuck, like, imagine that you're a parent and you wake up and your kid starts talking to you about a terrorist attack. Like, I can't imagine <laughs> anything scarier. I mean, they knew about Osama Bin Laden already, right? Osama. Yeah. Yeah, so your kid is just naming, like, political figures in the middle east and like and like oh what do we need to do to stop this event from happening also here are the lottery numbers for this <laughs> hey balt you, you know what's cool i recently heard that uh time travel is mathematically possible uh because the universe will just correct itself to what was going to happen anyway so you would by doing that you think you're helping but you just end up in a mental hospital and it happens anyway Oh Damn. no! I would take precautions. I would act like the here. Here's how you do it. You 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 need the core information, of course, how to actually like like change the exact day. But you also need information that proves you're right. Like you need extra information about the future that can be proven true immediately. Like like if I know that I'm going to like October, to go into your Halloween costume. Yes. If <laughs> you tell them what they were going to get you for Christmas. On December 13th, 1999, the movie Bicentennial Man will be released and it will get mediocre reviews. Like you just need to, you just need to write down and memorize as many like stupid little facts about like Big Fat Liar and like all those movies. Like like Would you take me to go watch the Digimon movie for some reason there's going to be an Angela and Anaconda segment that comes before it. <laughs> you know what? That's perfect cuz who the fuck would have seen that coming? Exactly. It proves you're right. This is a great idea for a movie. I think we should start a spec script for this. The extra fucked thing you could do is also, like, target your parents specifically to make sure you get them on board immediately and, like, tell them information that you know that they know because they told you when you were older but didn't Ooh, tell you yeah. when you were 10. Like, secrets about their life or whatever. This is scary. This is, like, a thriller this, We can movie. talk about this for the for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. The, uh, Hold on. I just realized what costume I had. I would dress up as one of the kids from Holes. Why that? So like a child prisoner. So you just you just an orange jumpsuit and like dirt on your face. I want to be a prisoner. Hey, I mean that movie was dope back then. I want to I want to eat I want to eat canned peaches. I loved holes. 
It was jarred peaches, I think. Thank you very much. Jarred. Well, shut the hell up. I don't know All what right. containers are. All right, whatever. Next topic. Uh, next topic. Why did CeeLo Green just like that? I, I think that was after like his career went into the dumpster. I mean, that was like his final stunt. Yeah, that was his final stunt. It was the, I'm going to go as a golem. He sealed himself in gold and probably died in the costume. Like, it's sad, but it was a crazy stunt. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he's done anything since then. I tried looking up CeeLo Green Golden Golem, and it took me to the Dark Souls wiki. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I want to I want a mod that makes Smo into CeeLo Green now. <laughs> oh, CeeLo Green released two things, or he released an album this year. He made two things. Wow. Yeah. I'm, you know, I made more than two things this year, so yeah, CeeLo Green, oh, step up. Great. <laughs> Bob, have you made a hundred things? That was last oh, year. Oh yeah, I've made a hundred things by now, but I didn't miss my I missed my goal last year. I forgot about that. I ended up like with seventy ish things. Turns out making things is hard. Yeah, I remember us talking about our goals for the year, and I immediately forgot mine. So I think I failed. Who it by knows? Default. That shit don't matter. I mean, no. At, at, when we recorded, we recorded an episode late 2019 about our new year's resolutions mine was to do stand-up comedy i was actually getting the ball rolling on that but the problem was uh then covid happened and there were no more stand-up comedy shows and now they're weird because like a lot of comedians are have like figured out like yeah we can just do them but they have to be virtual but like stand-up comedy is missing so much when there's not a live audience or like and you can't you know like it's Stand up comedy, stand up comedy with a virtual audience is just being a streamer. Exactly. Kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's something kind of funny and cosmic about somebody standing on a stage telling jokes and like pausing for laughter, but it not actually because being of the there. delay. Yeah. Then there's one person with a lot of latency, so they start laughing like five minutes after everyone else. <laughs> Sorry, I was laughing about Quail Man. That's great. Cut that out. That was the I'll best. That, that was the, that was the best joke of the episode. It's still like, do you get it? It's delayed laughter. We should have a best joke We're of the episode latency. award that we hand out at the end of each episode. Can that, hey, honestly, I've I've tried I've tried like I've thought like because so far this podcast, I mean, this podcast has 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 had a it's few episodes bad. yet, so we're still we're really still like testing the waters. And I've tried to talk about, like, oh, what segments can we introduce? And so far, this show is just what we do. We talk, we chit-chat about what we've done since last time, which we, we, still, we can still talk about that. And then questions. I think a, I, we, we, I tried to introduce a segment uh, where we talk about how we could get this podcast to be more popular, but we, we ran out of ideas. I like that idea, though. I think we should have a best joke of the episode but the episode's not over what it should be is we all say a joke right now and we have to vote on who wins but it's fuck no no fuck that i veto this shit also i don't remember any of the stuff that you said before that i don't remember that ever happening like okay this concept putting us on the spot say a joke and then whoever tells the best one wins is like that's not it's like a nightmare scenario it's like hey be funny right now bringing the unfortunate like social interaction that stand-up comedians have to deal with into the online realm (laughs) do it to your friends oh you're a comedian tell me a joke i have made a name for myself through comedy i can't you can't just tell me to do a joke and i do one like i'd never do that I would just say, like, I don't know, fuck, fart. Like, 
Get out of my face. Come out of butt. Ha ha. That's a pretty good joke. It's all, we're all, look, we, we all do situational comedy. I guess. We all do situational comedy. We don't write jokes. We've talked about how we don't write jokes on this podcast, like, twice. I'm thinking, though, because, like, yeah, people still do that. They'll still, like, oh, you're a comedian. Can you tell me a joke? What are they expecting? Because that's not what comedians do now. They don't just, like, they don't make, like, walks into a bar jokes or i mean it kind of like depends that. on the it's comedian. all just about it's like all about their life and stuff like the closest you could get with like a real with like a person that's alive right now is like maybe dimitri martin could get you what you need yeah i was about to say maybe. i was about to name D- dimitri martin as well like as the as the one comedian i can think of that literally just gets on a stage and just tells jokes just like set up punchline set up punchline but even then, you ambush him, and he doesn't have a sketch pad. He doesn't have a guitar. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have his guitar. <laughs> yeah, he's nothing without that fucking sketch pad. He's defenseless. I don't know if anybody... This is not a slight against Dimitri Martin. Dimitri Martin, if you're listening to this podcast, I think oh, you're very yeah, funny. I'm sure. But I feel like... Yeah, he's the only stand-up comedian I've seen in real life. He's but I feel, like, um, I feel like nobody's thought about Dimitri Martin since, like, 2009, maybe. I have no idea who it is. Exactly. Dimitri Martin, come back. Come on our podcast. You you should be Do funny. You know Eugene us. Merman. What? what? Okay, no one knows who Eugene Merman. That name sounds familiar. It's like it's it's some comedian that like my older brother showed to me when I was a kid that I used to think was so fucking funny, and I remember him vividly for that, and also because I logged onto his website and it had something that was borderline a screamer when whenever you logged into it, and uh, that that I wiped whatever the fuck it was out of my memory. It's it's gone now. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to think about it. It was scary. The uh, only comedians I really watched when I was younger, I will not speak of them as an adult. Yeah, stand-up comedy's changed. I was just thinking about the fact that I think my first exposure to stand-up comedy were these series of YouTube videos where somebody just took, like, stand-up comedy albums or just, like, you know, individual tracks from stand-up comedy albums and then made them into like a naruto amv like it's not a, it's not an amv because it's not i know exactly what you're talking about because I, I, I know what you're talking about too right Did, have you guys seen those they're like so i'm talking this is like this was probably like 2004 this is like early 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 youtube because i remember specifically like little tortilla boy yeah, there's like I don't what? even know who that comedian is, but I remember that joke. That was I think that was I think that was oh, what's that dude who's really obnoxious and no one likes him? Wow, damn, got him. The one who steals jokes? No, it's not Carlos Mencia. No, his deal was he he like did the like the McDonald's oh, drive through uh, oh, joke. Dane Cook, I think. Dane Cook, yeah, yeah, Dane Cook. Yeah, I think it was Dane Cook that did the little. There was a Dane Cook joke. one. There was a Dave Chappelle one, but. I, I was just, like, it just dawned on me that it's like, wow, that was my first exposure to stand-up comedy were these ancient YouTube, vid- like, Naruto YouTube videos. It's so weird to think that. about. I don't even like Naruto. I didn't even watch Naruto as a kid, but I loved those videos because of the stand-up. See, okay, it's funny you say that because I remember the same thing, but people did it with fucking Kingdom Hearts cutscenes. And I don't like Kingdom Hearts, but I did love those videos. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, even though there was no money to be made, people wanted to go viral, so when someone had a good idea, people, like, just copied them. Yeah, people still do it to this very day. Yep. People have done that as long as something has been popular. If something is popular, someone else wants to do it, too, so they are popular. That's just human, the human nature. That's right, I'm calling you out, Nikola Tesla. 
You thought you could invent electricity second? Hey, don't, no, don't talk, no, don't be mean to him. He made my cool unicycle. Oh, well. Don't be do that. Don't be do that. He didn't make your unicycle. Yes, he did. His name's on it. It says Nicola on it. It has to be him. I was a really weird kid in that, like, when most kids came home from school to, and watched cartoons, but at some point after we got, like, basic cable, we had Comedy Central, and I realized, like, wait a minute, there's just, when I, in, I could watch cartoons, but the only cartoon I cared about watching was Yu-Gi-Oh! Because it was start like it was it was that era where like things were starting to get like really bad, and I like started not to care about cartoons anymore. I was like, wait a minute, I could just come home after school, and there's just a channel that has stand-up comedy. I could watch that. So I was watching like they would like air the Chappelle Show, like reruns of the Chappelle Show, and then they would air like Comedy Central used to air a lot of like stand-up. I watched that. I would watch people's stand-up specials. It was I was a weird kid. What was the, when you were a kid, what was the cartoon that was the breaking point for you? Where you watched it and you were like, where you watched it and you just thought like, I'm too old for this now. Like, this is not. Oh, like the turning point where it's like. The turning point. I think for me, it wasn't cartoons. It, for me, it was like when Nickelodeon started like putting live action, like Cartoon Network started doing live action stuff. It was legitimately like, I think like. Drake and Josh. What? Drake and Josh is good. Though. I liked Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh was good. I don't know. I watched. But the- here's the thing, Bob. I'm not saying like. I'm not saying like. What? You don't like Drake and Josh? You fucking freak. I'm gonna slam you on the pavement. Like the the like the, the thing with like you have a much stranger history yeah. with TV than we do. Like you were watching Seinfeld at five, so like it makes sense that you would step away from that in a different way than we did. But I think around the time of iCarly, that is probably when I also stepped away. Yeah. I have a twisted sense of television history as well, because (laughs) between... Fuck you, bitch. He's a little little unhinged. Between 2008... Between 2008... Thank you. Between 2008 and 2012, I lived overseas, and I had to watch AFN, so I had only, like, fucking reruns of whatever DVD they had kicking around in the broadcast studio. So when I got back to the United States and saw whatever, like, cartoons were again, it was, like, Problem Solvers and Secret Mountain Fort Awesome. What is that? What the fuck? What are you naming? You don't remember Problem Solvers? No. Like, that that one was notorious. TV makes us all go a little crazy, huh, Mastergar? I was like, I don't think I like cartoons anymore if this is what it is now. Yeah, try Google, Google Problem Solvers with a Z. Okay. I remember Problem Solvers because I remember seeing it as, like, it was this weird, like, bridge show between Cartoon Network and Adult Swim. I think they wanted it to be on Adult Swim, but they didn't what get the, the okay, so they, they had to tone it down. What is this? Am I am I right in remembering that history? Does anyone else? That sounds right, yeah. Adult Swim would start at, like, 11, and yeah. they would air that show at, like, 10.30, because they couldn't quite get it on Adult Swim. It has the visual style of, like, an Adult Swim show, for sure. That this is weird. No, I've I've never heard of or seen this show. I this was like far past my time. But I yeah, think. like anything anything between like the end of 2011 and like uh, early 2013 that was on TV. I was like, I don't like this. I don't think I want to watch cartoons anymore. <laughs> Around the time that I was 13, it was just like, all right, well, I don't have cable in my room anymore. Um, I'm gonna watch Let's Plays of Silent Hill three and Hitman Blood Money now. Yeah, and that that was it. I remember what killed what killed it for me was a combination of me already being a weird kid and I would like 
watch like the simpsons and seinfeld so like cartoons were, like the only thing cartoons had were like how goofy they were right because you you get like goofy kid stuff but then like once i started getting older and like once like both cartoon network and nickelodeon were like trying to bridge the gap and like have like live action programming i was like okay all that i like all that because it's it's goofy and keenan thompson is in like a tub but he's fully dressed or you know weird <laughs> shit like that <laughs> uh, but then but wait drake and josh was just a show about people i don't care about real people if i wanted to watch that i'd watch seinfeld and also i got the internet yeah i got the internet so i like uh i just watched like let's plays and stuff i feel like the breaking point the break-off point where i stopped caring about cartoons as much as i feel like i feel like teens teen titans ended and i was like cool i'm done like i i did it i watched all the cartoons that's what weaned you into like more like serious not even that because like honestly i didn't even like watch much like serious like adult animation or anything i mean like fucking like if you want to count family guy or whatever sure just because they ran four reruns a day on adult swim but other than like iCarly, like like that was like it wasn't that show specifically but it was like that era whenever i got out of it it was when avatar the last airbender wrapped up and ended yeah and then i was like okay i'm done with that hmm these like episodic actual stories are much cooler than like very odd parents or whatever the fuck yeah, uh, i'm gonna get into dragon ball z man. and then i got and then i got hella into dragon ball z yeah, and i yeah, and i still yeah. think and i still think dragon ball z whips ass oh man there is one summer as a kid where they used to air dragon ball z like on cartoon network like they had an anime block mm-hmm. um yeah it was called toonami yeah, yeah. <laughs> no they they i feel like before Toonami, they would air they air Dragon Ball yeah, Z. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, they did. Like Dragon Ball Z on Cartoon Network predates that. And so, like, there was this one summer where, like, for some reason, there was a week. Like, it was brutal. There was like a week, almost week long power outage in my neighborhood. Like, it was gross. But there was also a heat wave. So my parents were like, "All right, what we're gonna do is like the 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 room that has the most windows is our living room." We're going to put out a mattress in the living room and we'll sleep there and you can sleep on the couch because that is like, there's no electricity, right? Like we can't turn on the AC. We can't turn on the fan. We just got to open all the windows and let the breeze come in. But after the power came back, they were too lazy to move the mattress back. And so there was like a week and a half where I would just watch Dragon Ball Z and jump on a mattress in the living room. It was so <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That reminds me of how uh my experience with Dragon Ball as a kid was I saw maybe like a a handful of episodes that weren't even in like sequence and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool. I kind of like this." Uh and then fast forward to like sophomore year high school, I was like, "Man, Dragon Ball seems like it's kind of popular. I should like actually try to watch it from start to finish. Uh and then I I fucking marathoned it and I I'm talking like did not sleep 24 hours marathoned all of Dragon Ball Z and by the end of it I was like oh I love this. <laughs> this is awesome. For me, I I like I saw an episode here and there of Dragon Ball Z like of like the few times I got to watch Cartoon Network because for some reason like so I grew up in a Christian family, but not like diehard Christian. We were like Protestant and my mom was like mostly pretty lax. But for some reason, 
she, she one the first time I watched Cartoon Network, I watched Zoids, and my mom saw Zoids and was like, "This channel's too violent. You can never watch this again. You will watch Nickelodeon." Yeah, something about Zoids was bad. Uh, so yeah, I pretty much didn't get to watch Cartoon Network, and the few times that I did, I caught a few episodes of Dragon Ball Z, and I was like, "This is kind of cool." And like, I played and I played Dragon Ball Z Budokai, and like, I got a lot of the story from Dragon Ball Z Budokai for the first time, and I thought it was fucking sick, and I loved it. That game, that game was awesome, but not really, but... It was when you were a kid. I still have fun playing it, but it's a bad game. When anime hit the West, it hit hard, because it's like, somehow, like... Because they used to make, like, adventure serials for kids, and then somehow it turns into, like, only comedy and only slapstick. And then, like... They followed the money. And then anime hit, and it's like, whoa, what is this shit? It's like, it's... This isn't funny, this is just serious, but it's for kids like me. So, yeah, I, I, I got into it through that. And then when I was in middle school, I was like I was moving on from cartoons, but I would still watch like stuff like Family Guy. And also there was a channel called Nicktoons and Network where they would air like the shows that got canceled. The it was it's an it was an interesting like channel in general, but they they aired. They, they announced like coming soon to Nicktoons Network, Dragon Ball Z Kai. And I'm like, wow, this looks like much cleaner than it used to. And this looks really cool. And I watched that and I and I watched that weekly and it was fucking awesome. The, so I actually got the the full experience of Dragon Ball Z, like up to some point in the Cell Saga, uh, like watching it biweekly as if I had actually been keeping up with the releases. It was it was fucking dope. You know, that reminds me. I want to, I'm going to reel it back once again to Halloween. That reminds me of my favorite Halloween memory of going out trick-or-treating, blah, 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 you know, all that fun stuff you usually do on Halloween. Then coming home, turning off all the lights so people don't try to get candy from us because we didn't have any for them. And then turning on the TV and watching the Nicktoons Network animation fi- animated film festival. I feel like I've told the story I remember before, that. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I also remember around, around Halloween time, Nickelodeon would have, like these like bumpers like between like episodes of their shows that were like genuinely scary. Like I don't, I don't remember much about them, but I bet someone out there does where it was like this. It, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a dual tone like color scheme. It was literally just orange and black. And there was this weird, like short dude with long arms, just like talking about like, Oh, there's you, you know, do you like scary stories? There's one kind and then there's the other kind. And he then like just a bloody saw blade would appear or something like that. And it was fucking strange and uncharacteristic for Nickelodeon. I don't remember It scared that. the shit out of me. Oh, no, I think you're imagining. It's definitely this. real. Legend of Sleepy nope. Hollow. Headless nope. Horseman slashing through your screen. <laughs> Cutting through your selfies. Do you remember Prometheus and Bob? Yes. Mm-hmm. Fucking loved Prometheus no. and Bob. You don't? I don't know what that is. I loved Kablam. Fucking Kablam was so good. What the fuck? Okay, now you, now y'all are just making up things. Didn't didn't you love Alien and George? <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. Was as an alien and a caveman. Kablam was a variety show. Yeah, it was like it was like a sketch variety show. But it, this is why like Nickelodeon was cool. It was a sketch variety show that was like a mix of animation and live action and like claymation. It was all like animated in different ways. But it was like a sketch variety show. And Prometheus and Bob was just like. A slapstick, almost like Tom and Jerry esque show, like little segment they'd have. It was hilarious as a kid because, like, Prometheus was this alien that was like desperately trying to teach this caveman like advanced concepts, and like it's slap, it's like slap, it's like a different dynamic than like say like Tom and Jerry, where like their enemies is like 
the alien is genuinely trying to help the caveman, and the caveman just doesn't get it and like fucks everything up. It was hilarious. And there was a and there was a monkey that would fuck things up yeah. too, because the monkey was smarter. Do I remember the Nickelodeon show that, like, to me, all memories of it feel like a fever dream that was about, like, a naked action figure? That was part of Kablam. I think it was Action Team Now. That was part of Kablam? That's why That's why it came to my memory, I guess. Either Action Team or Action League, something like that. Action League. That shit was weird. I don't remember shit about that. There are many things that scared me when I was a kid that shouldn't. I remember that show just, like, making me, like, vaguely upset. Like, really? whenever I watched it, just this, just this weird sense of discontent. It was just like, it was strange. not claymation, but it was stop motion action. Yeah. It was stop motion of these weird naked... It was part stop motion and part just, like, toys on strings. Yeah. Yeah, them just dragging toys around. Were there other characters than the naked guy? I only remember the naked guy. There was, like, a Wonder Woman equivalent, um, and then there was Stinky Diver. I remember that. I remember <laughs> Stinky Diver. What a good name. <laughs> Wayne, you're thinking of The Flesh. He's, quote, super strong and super naked. Yeah. Yeah. You had Actually, Thunder Girl. No. She flies like thunder. Stinky Diver, uh, a former Navy commando who has an attitude with an attitude as bad as his odor. Uh, Meltman, my favorite. Oh, with yeah. The power to melt. You guys can watch your dumb, dumb shows. <laughs> I was watching fucking Cubics. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you and your trash. Log was all in on the on those uh Korean animations. Yo, man, I discovered so many secret shows as a five year old. Like I was watching <laughs> Cubics, I was watching Dot Hack Sign. What? I didn't know what Dot Hack Sign. You were watching was. Dot Hack at five? Yeah, because it came on at like two AM. Like Don't people get like you were up at two AM at five? Why were you up at two AM? Whenever I was a little kid, like sometimes over the I mean, like, sometimes, like, you don't have to go to school sometimes, right? So it's like, whatever, it's Saturday, sometimes I'm just in the living room sleeping on the couch because five-year-olds want to sleep on the couch sometimes, and I look at the TV and it's like, oh, what's this? It's about video games. Man, I wish I knew what video game this was. I would play it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, because my parents didn't really pay too much attention or really care all too much what I was watching on TV, uh, as, like, a six- or seven-year-old, I was watching South Park. When I was a kid, the thing that I always tried to stay up to watch but never could because I would always get too tired and fall asleep were like, I really like the Conan O'Brien show. <laughs> but I but it came it on so at, but it came on so late that I like always passed out. Like I would see like I, I I would like I remember my cousin showing me clips of it and like and like I guess he had like DVDs or, or something and I was like, man, this is like I thought it was really funny. Happy Halloween! It's time for scary questions. Oh! Ah! 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 Oh no! Huh? Guys, I got hooked. You gotta unhook me. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> 
If you want to ask us questions that will be answered on the Where Do We Begin podcast, the podcast that you are listening to right now, there are two ways to do it. You can join the Wayne Radio TV Discord server, discord.gg slash Wayne Radio TV. We don't even need some crazy URL that we have to put in the description anymore. I can say it to you right now. Or you can email us at where do we begin QA at gmail.com where you can send us questions and get if you if you email them, you get you get you get your questions put on a pedestal. They still have to be good though. They still have to be good. And they still have to be questions. Yes, you still have to follow our rules. I'm the one that checks the email account, and man, we got you gotta you, the email the the few emails we get, they gotta be better. Just saying. I feel like we may have actually answered this before on the podcast. So stop me if we've already done this one, because I literally all all memories of the podcast leave my brain as soon as we stop recording. But uh, we have a question here from Blue who says, "If you were a clown, what would your clown name be, and what's your special trick?" Well, we definitely haven't answered that before. Yeah, I think that one's new. Uh, I already answered both these questions of parts of this question on my stream last night. My clown name would be Penis Fuck, and I would have a monkey. That would be your special trick is have a monkey? I mean, that counts, yeah. I'm a monkey clown. Your trick can't just be has a monkey. Well, no, I have a monkey clown, and I do tricks with a monkey. Like, we yeah, juggle like, together, and I make him do dances. What's and, your... What's uh, your he... Okay, you, you are penis fuck the monkey clown. What is your grand finale trick that, like, leaves everyone stunned? Uh, the monkey pretends to murder me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got we got we got like we got like squibs. We got like squibs and everything. Like he, like he bites my neck, and like I'm wearing like a big clown collar, right? But he bites the neck, and the squibs under there, and it fucking explodes. A big, a big clown collar. Yeah, you know what a clown collar looks like. This is like a setup for like a CSI episode where it's like, oh yeah, this the clown always did a trick where you? he gave his monkey a gun with blanks in it, but this time somebody replaced the blanks with real bullets. That is also great. A monkey with a gun full of blanks is like the funniest thing that a, a man can think of. Like, now, if you could arrange that, that that gun could have infinite blanks somehow, that would be amazing. This just a, just a fucking macaque running around your town, like trying to do like monkey run bys on people, and like, oh, it'd be so good. It'd be so funny. all right. My clown name is uh, the children all scream. If they want to dire- if they want to address me, all the children have to scream. I I see. So it's sort okay. of like it's less of like something that you can write down and more of like a vibe. Yeah. And then my special trick is if the parents want the kids to stop screaming, they have to pay extra. It's a pretty good trick. Not a trick. That's not pretty. That's not very funny. It's not very funny for like a clown. No, it's not a funny trick, but it is a it is a Nobody said the clown had to be funny. It is a lucrative. It's a lucrative trick. <laughs> it's sure. a lucrative trick. Why would anyone hire this clown? Shouldn't know. aren't you supposed to disclose that kind of stuff? They don't know. You can't advertise as this clown, so it doesn't matter. I almost feel like any parent that's getting their kid a clown for their birthday party isn't gonna check shit. No, like they yeah, just need exactly. a clown. I got a clown name last night too. Uh, I'm Pinmaster, and I would do like magic tricks with drawings. So they'd give me a big easel, and you could draw pictures on the page and it'd probably have like a little trick in it that lets you move the pa- the paper. That actually, that'd be pretty cool. There's probably a clown that does that already. Probably. Mm-hmm. But I'm just guessing off the top of my head. They uh, call them the magic pens. I couldn't come up with a good answer off the top of my head, so whenever I don't know how to answer a question like this, my first thing is always to turn to uh, software to help me. So I opened up AI Dungeon 
and I said, you are a clown named, and it said, you are a clown named the clown. So that's it. <laughs> you are a clown named software. I mean, hey, I think if that's your name, like you, you, you draw two traits. You're not memorable, but you, you have some balls. Like you have the balls to name yourself. Like, yeah, I'm the clown. I am the titular, singular, yeah. specific clown. I am the clown. And uh, my special trick is Got that air of confidence. My special trick is I throw a pie in your face and your pants fall down. Nice. No, it's not. There's like a like a what are those what are they called? Bolas? Like there's like there's like fucking bolas <laughs> that like swing at your pants along with the pie and pull them down. Trog, I love that. Like I you say that like it's guaranteed to make your pants your no, pants yeah. fall down That's every it's time. Like, it's the special trick. That's why it's a special trick, yeah. Yeah. It makes your pants fall down no matter what. What the fuck? I had a belt on. What the hell? I was wearing suspenders. What the hell? I wasn't even wearing pants. Makes your pants disappear. I mean, then we're in more of like magician territory My than clown. Clown name. When you affect be, others. Would be. I think I think I'll use the one from last night. Flower squirt and. Uh, my flower my trick is I have Spider-Man web shooters. Are they shaped like flowers? <laughs> what, no, what do you do I mean, with them? Yes. I mean, the joke is that he's just more like Spider-Man than a clown, and it's not quite right. So <laughs> yes. it like it's very funny. I do like the idea of someone coming to like a party is like, hey, I'm the clown, and they're just completely dressed like Spider-Man. <laughs> That's a good that is actually a good clown bit. They don't they don't know what a clown or Spider-Man is. That element would confuse the kids, but it'd be funny for the parents. Yeah. Why are you dressed like Spider-Man? Oh, because it's funny. I'm a clown. <laughs> I'm sort of like a high concept, like avant-garde absurdist clown. Like I'm gonna do some things that are gonna make you guys laugh. Your kids don't know what the fuck's gonna go on. Like it's you're gonna Listen to your kid. I'm the people's clown. I do what's funny to me. No, then you're not the people's clown. I'm an open source clown. You're the selfish. You're the selfish clown. Shut up, kid. I'm 25. If you upload 25, to GitHub, I'll do them. <laughs> I'm also not 25. I don't know why I, I like. <laughs> That's like entirely incorrect. <laughs> it's like it's incorrect, but just slightly incorrect enough that it doesn't make any sense. Like it's not like I said. Like I'm 40. Like I'm not doing a joke. Like I'm older than I am. It's just wrong. Like, my brain failed. Uh, we have a question here from Discord user Arthur Loves You, who says, if you absolutely had to get a tattoo, what would you get? I've thought about this many times. Because the concept of a tattoo, I love, but I don't know what the fuck. I can never decide. It's a really daunting decision. This is why I don't have a tattoo now, because, like, like ever since like you know i feel like the idea of tattoos being cool kind of starts to creep in in high school like high school is when i remember my friends going like yeah what if i got a tattoo and that just like is a is a concept to you now but like i think about it i'm like i like a lot of things there's nothing i like that much that i would throw down money for an artist to etch on my body it's true. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I like That's Pokemon. Exactly like, for example, um, there's a kid that really liked sailing. And so they had, like, a, like a sailing, like, sextant tattooed. They're like, ooh, what if I got the sextant tattooed on me? I'm like, I don't think I, like, you know. Or, like, I met a guy who, like, really liked Pokemon. So they had Squirtle tattooed on them. You know, ooh. it's like, you know, whatever. I, you know, like, some people are just so casual about it. But I'm here, like, 
I th- I would not do that. Like I like so many things, but there's well, nothing that I'm. Like, I've got you pinned. I've got you cornered. What would you I would get, get a tattoo of the Cup Man from Neverwinter Nights. No, I don't want that etched on my body. It's the thing. Like, yeah, what are you talking about? He likes that, but would I? Okay, would I get Cup Man on a shirt? Yes. Would I get Cup Man on a cake and then eat it? Yes. Yakuza style back <laughs> tattoo of the Cup Man. Full back tattoo. Would I get like a Cup Man? Like, would I get a Cup Man decal on my car? Yes. But I would not get Cup Man etched on my body because that seems. What if it's stupid. like extremely funny and not public facing? Like, would you get a Cup Man tattoo on your ass that no one sees, but you can say that? That would be kind of funny, actually. <laughs> but then if somebody does see it, it's going to be like even more confusing. I still, I still wouldn't want that. I still wouldn't want that. Can I suggest another one for you, Bout? Because I, whenever Wayne started suggesting it a, a tattoo, I thought he was going to take it in this direction. I think you should just get a chicken wing somewhere. Uh, you do love know. chicken wings. But see, you, you run the risk. You, you, you have to have this balance of both importance and also, like, the fact that it would look good. And also that it's on you until you want to get it painfully removed. You don't want to be like that one redhead dude that I can't remember the name of. The, I think his name's, like... Ed Markey's what's coming to my head, but I knew that's the politician. The fucking the the fucking annoying singer um who has a fucking like Heinz ketchup bottle tattooed on his arm. Like you don't want to end up like that. Like that's some Coach McGurk shit. What is his name? You know his name. I have no idea the who you're talking guy. about. The redhead guy who looks a little goofy. What and he what? makes boring music. What are that's you a lot of about? people, bro. The redhead Oh, oh fuck. No, I know who you're talking about, but I don't know his name either. It's a musician. Why the fuck can't we remember who this is? We don't listen to Pop. He's unmemorable. I don't know. What is it? Is it Ed Sheeran? Is it Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran. That is, it is Ed Sheeran. You got it. That's who I was. I don't know why. I couldn't think of anything but Ed Markey, and I know who Ed Markey is. Yeah, Ed Sheeran has a fucking ketchup bottle tattooed on him like he's Coach McGurk from Home Movies. <laughs> yeah. uh, honestly getting a getting a getting a baby bell cheese cow tattoo <laughs> would be like a fucking great tattoo i'm not even i'm not even the biggest home movies fan and that'd be great i'm sure so many people has that like unlike unlike belp who said like Bob was like i don't really like i don't like love a piece of media enough to like engrave that onto me i am an independent being who thinks for themselves and is and is understanding of like the the like the the downsides of media and what they play in our lives however i do love myself some media and but but i i i am of the i am of the concern of like if you're gonna get a tattoo from like a video game or a movie or an anime or something like that it cannot be like super easily recognizable because then it's like then it fucking it just blows like like i would not get a tattoo of just like a picture of Goku on my arm. Although, so you'd get the Triforce, right? Saying that out loud, that would be pretty funny. Just like just Goku, like just just concept art of Goku, like the <laughs> basic reference art. That'd be an expensive tattoo. Yeah, for me, if it's a reference to something, like it has to be very cool in itself. And I've only ever had one idea that I've been like close to doing. But the thing that hel- the thing that holds me back is that like. It is too elaborate, and I feel like it could get fucked up and not be good. I think a really cool tattoo from an anime would be Scar's destruction arm from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Like, the <laughs> engravings cool. on his arm. Yeah, yeah, like, that would be sick. 
The but the two things I need in order to pull that off, I need to find a really good tattoo artist, and I need to get buff. I I, I don't earn it if I'm not buff. And you have to always wear a cloak. So that, like, you can, like, whip it out and threaten people with it. And I have to kill any alchemists that I see. Yeah. <laughs> I have to kill all alchemists. You, you, have to be, you have to be really threatening with it. I've thought about it before, because I could literally get one, like, tomorrow if I wanted, because my, uh, my mom is, like, a, tar- a tartoo, tattoo artist. And I think, if anything, because I'm, like, with Balp, there's nothing that I really like enough that I want it, I want it etched onto my body. But I think I would probably get the turtle school symbol not a bad one where on your on your chest or on your back no like on my like on my back like on my shoulder blade maybe like a full back size on both of my palms no no on my shoulder blade oh are you sure you wouldn't want a third eye on your forehead like tia (laughs) that would be that'd be dope that would be sick (laughs) you will actually be able to do tri beams if you do that just so you know yeah nobody's ever tried it before because they're too scared (laughs) Maybe you should tattoo your skin green. Just like Piccolo. No. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I knew a guy, he used to work at the place I worked, uh, but he would still come in a lot. And he had he had one arm completely dedicated to Halo tattoos. Oh my That's God. fucking sick. That That is so lame and so sick at the same time. It was pretty I cool. If it was lame, I wouldn't have brought it up, but he had like he had like a big ass like energy sword on there. He had like the legendary. It's lame in the good way. Like mm-hmm. it's that's like that's so cheesy. I love it. For me, it's about execution. Like if they if the art is legitimately good, and if it you, was if, good art, if, if if it's like your full arm, then it, it wraps was the full arm to too. Being cool. Yeah, it was a full arm. He had like a big ass Master Chief on there. He had like the legendary difficulty logo. He had like he had all kinds of shit on there. It was pretty tight, actually. There's another ta- kind of tattoo that I would want, but I can't get because it's not okay. Like. A genuine Yakuza-style back tattoo would be fucking awesome, but, like, it's not good to do that. Yeah. Like, for multiple reasons why you can't do that. You can't You can't visit Japan if you do that. Yeah, you get, you get into a battle. You can't visit Japan. That, that, means, that means bad things in Japan, and also, like, it is, I think it is appropriation, in a way, the, that you, you shouldn't do that. But it looks so cool. Those fucking, those fucking flowing back tattoos onto the arms are so fucking sick. The street thugs would get at you if you were wearing that tattoo. Every yeah, every five minutes walking down the street, four men in suits would come out and try to. They would they would challenge me to a fight, and they would take turns throwing punches at me in a circle. And then a giant eight foot man would like slam you on the ground, like, <laughs> rips all the money out of your pants. Yeah, all the money in your checking account would disappear. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't really want a tattoo. I think if I had to get one, I'd want one that would look like just oh, like a weird like an abstract Photoshop project, like. Just take take standard images, but have them have them to where it looks like they're just like cleanly separated. You know, like you you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, no. like you want something abstract. The box select like box select part of it, and then like move it away so that it it's like the full thing is there, but it's like separated. That I feel could like be cool. that would be. I th- I feel like that could look kind of cool. Yeah. Um. Either that or just like like a shitty rubber boot that you would like get by fishing in a <laughs> in a river or something but just like the line art of it in really small i think like a little rubber boot on like a hook and line would be nah no no hook and line just like a like a boot just a shit boot would you like put that on like your ankle nah just anywhere on your palm yeah <laughs> put, a, put a boot on my palm 
it i i legitimately okay the one thing i can think of like the way i see tattoos is like you gotta really it's gotta like really mean something to you it's gotta be oh it's gotta like really really mean something to you you know what i mean like yeah i'm always growing up thinking about that what i i have a suggestion for you trog sure what is it uh marshy the marshmallow Oh my god, no, that's, that would be... <laughs> I, a Homestar Runner tattoo would be pretty good. I definitely would get a Homestar tattoo if I could think of the right one. I'm, I'm with Log in that I do not ever foresee myself ever getting a tattoo. Part of that comes from my uh, incredible fear of needles, but the oh, other part yeah. of it just comes from the fact that <laughs> I, I legitimately like... I mean, I like a lot of media, but I don't know if I like anything... Yeah, anything enough thing. to like permanent well not permanent but you know like essentially permanently cr- like yeah add it to me like it becomes part of me that's exactly it. like i'll buy it i'll buy a poster i'll frame it i'll have the art in my home i'll buy it. i'll play the game i'll buy i'll i'll eat fucking i'll eat the fucking fruit snacks but like you but like if you're like okay etch this onto your skin that like crosses some line in my head where it's like no i don't want something like that you know and like it being permanent has nothing to do with it right because if i if i'm buying a poster i want it in my home but it's like like it being on my skin it's like i don't need it to go that far i would so i would get so if i was forced to and i can't just pick like a cop out like oh i get a dot on my ankle or whatever like it has to be a real tattoo i want to go all in and I just want to get the exact tattoos from the movie Memento all over my body oh, so that fuck. I can walk around in public and then per- like pretend to have amnesia and start freaking out and then take my clothes off and look at all of my tattoos and then calm down. Nice. Consider this about your fear of needles. Uh, that needle stabs you so fast you can't even see it. I know. Invisible needles. No, legitimately, I just wouldn't want to get a tattoo because I just can't think of anything good enough. If I could think of something good the enough... The COVID vaccine will be invisible <laughs> so that it doesn't scare Trump. If I, if, I, if I could think of something cool enough that I like... You know, honestly, what came to my, my mind, but I probably wouldn't do this because this would be like... It would have to be a big tattoo to work, and I wouldn't want like a big tattoo, is like... I kind of would get maybe think about getting like the fucking Amiga juggler somewhere on my body <laughs> just because I feel like that's like just obscure enough. But within my realm of like things I think are are quaint and neat that like I could maybe see that. But that would be a really obscure thing to get tattooed on your body. You know, you know, would be a good spot for like a funny tattoo would be like right at the top of your spine on the back of your neck. Like that. It just it just creeps out from behind a shirt collar. So someone someone would hurt the most. I was about to say that would hurt so bad. But someone someone walking behind you would like just get this little juggler popping out. Yeah, they they get a little peek. (laughs) Yeah. The one scenario I can see myself getting a tattoo is and there's like a precedent for this in like i think certain places in asia i remember watching a video like from a documentary about it It, this like they do this in southeast asia i think but like practitioners like if you're a practitioner of a specific style of animal kung fu like tiger style or mantis style you get that animal tattooed on you 
And that's what I do. If I was like, I'm going to try tiger style Kung Fu and I like find myself getting really good at it. I would get a tiger tattooed on me because then it wraps around to like, this means something. And it's also badass. But it'll never be as cool as a Yakuza back tattoo. No, you get you do snake style, so you have like the snake that wraps around your arm, and then you like, that is actually dope. Have it on the side of your hand, so you can open your hand. And it's like the snake open its mouth. Yeah, if you have like honestly, like the the concept of like like a snake wrapped around your back and like it turns into your hands, that's pretty fucking rad. But like that's an example of like the kind of devotion I would have to have in something for me to be like, yeah, it's a good idea to get a tattoo. Like, oh, I'm a practitioner of this of this martial art. Get a tattoo of Bob from Tekken. That's a video game. Yeah, but you're you're a practitioner of that martial art, and you've you've dedicated thousands of hours of your life to playing his body. You do have speed and weight. You see what I'm saying? But that's so lame. Uh, Final answer for me: another another good another good tattoo idea that just requires the right word. Knuckle tats with a word. I like. Mm. We've log log had that fucking hilarious idea a long ass time ago, where it's like the best knuckle tattoo says "bonus fingers" and you have extra <laughs> fingers. <Yeah. laughs> I think about that a lot. Have a tiger style, like, have a tiger right next to your Heinz ketchup bottle to symbolize that you like ketchup and you're a practitioner of tiger style. Uh, okay, I really like this question from Hi-Fi Die, which is, what's something you've come across on the internet that you've tried to find again but have been unable to find it at all? Ooh. Whether it's, whether it's you just simply lost it or you think it got removed and you can't find any archive of it. Rebuild the internet, Andy! That's the one, that's, that's our, that's our Rebuild conjoined answer. Internet. <laughs> our, our 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 conjoined answer is the uh, this video of this man filming himself in a mirror. Uh, he's unkempt and bearded, and uh, shirtless. He, he, he's was he shirtless? Yeah, he was shirtless. He, he, was definitely. he was standing in the mirror filming himself, and he was just babbling on about like inventing the internet and the iPhone, and specifically, he was like. Andy, this is Steve Jobs talking to you. Rebuild the internet, Andy. Rebuild the internet. I bet you 75 fucking cents you cannot rebuild the internet, Andy. This is Steve Jobs talking to you. And he just progressively gets louder and louder. And it was like one of the best videos. And nobody saved it because we're stupid. Take the bet. Yeah, I forgot about that part. The last time I brought this up was on the Half of Alex stream, and someone was like, "You just need to recreate that, Wayne." And I was like, "Yeah, why the fuck?" It'll never be the same. I could get pretty close. I mean, it won't be the same, but it archives the concept because you're not a lunatic talking to themselves in a mirror. (laughs) That's the thing is, it loses the authenticity factor that that guy was saying that fully believing it, whatever he was saying. Yeah, my lost media thing, I actually found again. Well, then it's not lost. Well, then it's not. Well, then it's not part of this question. Well, all right. It's true. Sorry, Bob. You found it. You found okay. it. So it's not all the right, right answer. Next. I'm just. You can talk about it, but <laughs> I had to drill you on that for fun. For the lo- like, when I was a kid, you know, every kid is gonna watch like that grew up th- in the same era as me, w- like watched Flash animations, and like it was slim pickings. You took what you could get, and for some reason, this wasn't even meant for kids. It was meant for adults. Not in that it was an adult subject matter. It was a cooking show. It was a cooking show that was animated in Flash. And not only was it a cooking show, it was a cooking show that was, like, where the premise was, this was a fake talk show. Like, this was something, like, that would have gone over my head so much. But I loved it. I loved hearing about the merits of Old Bay seasoning and how to use it for your seafood dishes and how to deep fry chicken and this and that. 
And it, I, it was like, what the fuck is this show? And it also like was hosted by like a cartoon octopus. And I found it. It 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 is it 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 probably hasn't aged well because it's like an what like a cooking show from two thousand and like five animated in Flash that had like five episodes. I have no idea who made these or like what their end goal was because I don't I can't imagine them getting a lot of money out of this. It was probably like some like kitchenware company. I don't know, but it was called Deep Fried Live with Taco the Octopus. What the fuck? But I found it, so that's cool. I can't think of anything beyond that rebuild the internet yeah, video. You know, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of anything that I would have saw as a kid, but I feel like everything I saw as a kid, like, I can still get it. Like, I can still Wait, find it. are we talking it. about as a kid or just in general? In general. Okay. There's the video of the kid in the go-kart that keeps crashing yeah, into the wall. Yeah, I guess that's my answer. There's that... some. There's some YouTube video that's called, like, Epic Jared Fail 2003 or something like that. That is a good fucking answer. Is that missing? It was it was this video called Epic Jared Fail 2003 where it played a song from Onio Checkpoint Never. Um the where it's just a kid in a go-kart like failing to move out of this corner and just repeatedly crashing into the wall over and over again. Surprisingly hard. The while his dad just goes, Jared! No, Jared, you gotta just go in reverse, Jared! And he sounds so fucking, like, defeated and sad. Yeah, it's like this dad, like, desperately trying to teach, like, a kid how to, like, you know, turn. Like, like this the concept of, like, all right, back up and, like, turn the corner, you know? And, like, the kid just does not get it. Just slams into the, slams the go-kart over and over again. I am, so we're, we're officially here on Where Do We Begin? We're putting out an all-points bulletin. We know we've, we've asked for many things. We've asked for many things in the past. I know we, we asked for the um, Will I Am Entertainment Tonight, and you guys managed to find that. So this is an all-points bulletin for a video called Epic Jared Fail, and then some year after it, either like 2003 or, or 2005, some year. And I remember this, I hope I'm not wrong, because I don't want to leave people astray, but I remember the go-kart being green. Why would that matter? Because that helps people. That helps people narrow it down. It's a kid in a green go kart. You will definitely know the video if you manage to find it. It's possible that it's not even out there. But if it is out there, please let us know. I can probably find the OPN song that was in the video too. The uh, I don't. Re- I remember exactly what it sounds like. I just don't remember. But the- yes, we we missed that video forever. It's very sad that it's gone. Well, there's that. The only other thing I can think of is something that I actually. Really- I actually was able to find recently. Nice. It was See, like, I have the same thing as well. It was like it was like a mix that I just I couldn't find for like eight years because it was something that I only knew of from it was like a site called like JetSetRaid.io, like you know JetSetRadio, but .io, and or that might be what exists now. There's like some site that's like a radio station site with a JetSet Radio theme that plays songs, whatever. There used to be another one that was just, like, a list of tracks. And it was like, all right, here's my recommendations. Um, and there was one on there that was just a mix with, like, an unknown artist. And it was, I thought it was good. And it was, like, it was, the the name of it was, in gib, was like, gibberish, too. And that site just went down at some point. And it never came back up. Before we move too far on, I did figure out the name of the song uh, from the... Uh... The Epic Jared Fail video, it's Oniotrix Point Never Replica. 
the that that is the song that plays in the epic jared fail video please find this for us we've looked everywhere so it's probably not gone but if it's not i did have a video or rather a person who made videos that i also could not find for fucking years at a time and then like a couple months ago finally discovered it i could not tell you the person's name off the top of my head right now but it was this guy they would make microwave art where he would throw shit into a microwave and then once it came back out all melted and fucked up and burnt he would like stick like eyeballs on like like plastic eyes onto it and like the different like colors and shit all over it and i remember just being fascinated by this guy when i was younger and then for i guess in like 2010 he got banned from youtube damn and that's why i couldn't find him and then come here it is like 2020 i finally found all his videos they were just up on fucking daily motion that's cool Gur, but i wasn't finished with my story okay well my story was better so mm. Well, anyways, <laughs> that site was gone. That site was gone. It didn't. It did, it took me until this year to think. Oh, maybe I should just go in the Wayback Machine on that on that site. And so I did, and it worked. I mean, obviously the song, the sound files aren't there anymore, but the the title was there. I tried Google searching it, but it was just like like I said, it was gibberish. I got a Reddit thread by the guy who made the mix. He's like, "Hey, I made this mix. Go check it out." But the link was to fucking mega upload. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he wanted to send files Classic. across the globe. Oh, uh, man. I was, I was like, no. But wait. Wh- where do I share my files across the globe now? I go on SoundCloud. I type it in. And what do you know? Somebody uploaded, somebody uploaded that mix without permission, and now it's the only source of it existing in the entire internet now. Hell, yeah. Well, God, hey, you gotta did Gotta love it. Though. Uh, my answer is a lump sum of things. The I want to see. I I, I, w- I wish I still had access to the first ever YouTube poop I ever watched. I remember it by name, but it doesn't exist anymore. I don't remember who uploaded it. It was called uh, it was called YouTube poop. Insert your blank here, and uh, it was like it was a YouTube poop of uh, Ego Raptors. Fucking what were his what were his like original series that awesome he got? Awesome series. Yeah, it was like Katamari Awesome. It was just like it was just like this loop of like the the king the king of all cosmos saying good work so now it's time to play on Uranus over and over and then like and it would just be different every time it was the most simple shit but I thought it was fucking hilarious and the other lost videos that I can't watch anymore that are literally gone is every video that was on my original YouTube account um the uh, that got taken down or like a trap video or whatever if you don't know what a trap video is is whenever you fucking like upload a video that's like halo 3 all cheat codes and it's just like a bunch of loud noises with a thumbnail in the middle that was popular back in like 2010 that was like before they had figured out the youtube algorithm that kind of shit doesn't happen anymore like you never get recommended some shit on youtube that's like wow craziest like sharpest knife in the world and it's just a bunch of loud noise that doesn't happen they they definitely have figured out how to stop that phenomenon which is funny yeah I i would like to see all my old original youtube poops the, do you remember what your like earliest YouTube hoops were called? Ever used to make them? I still have them up. Yeah, let me go to my YouTube channel and look at them. My, that's true. That's you. You guys actually have them archived. Yeah, I don't. Mine are gone, unfortunately. My first ever YouTube poop was called Yoshi likes to burp, and it was uh, and it was like just Yoshi burping and like Windows Movie Maker stock sound effects. Let me look. 
Just because I'm curious now. Here it is. You two poop. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this question is from Faye, who asks, what's something that you didn't like at first but grew on you, or you revisited and found things to like about it? Dead by Daylight. Well, yeah, that's easy for Wayne. Uh, For me, it was Mass Effect. When I first played Mass Effect, I fucking hated it. Which one do you start with? One? Number one. Yeah. I fucking got it. I got it, and I fucking played, like, half an hour. I think I didn't even make it off. I think I made it off of the, like, main, like, the first planet you're on. Basically, the tutorial planet. And I was like, this game fucking sucks. This game blows. What's the fucking big deal about this? And then it was, I want to say it was the summer that Mass Effect 3 came out, or, like, the summer after. And uh, I was just, like, really bored. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and give this another try. I didn't, I don't even remember how much of it I played. And I finished it all in, like, a, a day or two. And I was like, well, that was fucking fantastic. Let's move on to the next one. And then I've played all of fucking two in a couple of days. And then I moved on to three. And uh, saw why everyone was disappointed. Damn, what a letdown. You played through the whole yeah. series and then you got to three? Yeah. I still like Mass Effect. There's still a lot to like there. For me, it, uh, I think it was like Neverwinter Nights. I, I got really? a copy from my cousin when I was a little kid. And I like didn't get it as a kid. And then I revisited it back like in high school. I was like, well, this shit is dope. And then I was hooked. That is still a game. I, I've bought that game multiple times. And as still like as long as there's like people keep remastering it, I buy the new version. And then like I'm just like every like I, I like maybe every once in a blue moon, I go like mm, gonna turn that game on, start a new character, play a little bit of it. And then like every year or so, like every two years or so, I get the hankering to like beat beat it like the from start to finish again. For me, this is like I guess this kind of counts. Uh, whenever I played through Sekiro for the first time, I fucking hated it until I beat the final boss and immediately started a second playthrough. That game made me so fucking mad. Why did you do that? I don't know. You don't know. I remember when that game launched and you like like recounting your your tales and experiences with it and being so fucking mad and shitting so on mad. it. And I was just like, and I was just over here like, no, baby, no, no. This is like per perfect game for you, Trog. You love Souls games. The, and then yes, it. it I did. I Sekiro did, did that yeah. to people. Sekiro did that to a number of people in our I group. I, you hated it. Rex hated it. Moopy hated it. Like we had a bunch of friends that just like fucking couldn't stand Sekiro. It truly is a bizarre thing where it, yeah, it's just like it. Tr it tricks you into hating it until you like beat it, and then it's like, wait, I think I had fun this time. Fuck this game. I'm gonna play it again. Exactly. <laughs> hey egg on my face what can you say yeah like i said dead by daylight is my answer um the a couple years back i was in a relationship and uh my partner had asked me to play dead by daylight with her and like i'm a i'm of the interest in doing that like if my partner asked me to do something with them i'm gonna say yes because i want to bond the so we tried dead by daylight together and i played as a survivor and i thought it was just the most boring dog shit game like i was just like Okay, we, we walk around and this was after Friday the 13th had launched, which is a very similar game that I very much enjoyed the I only played the survivor experience and I just like ran around and she was telling me what to do. And it's like, wait, so we just run around and go to these generators and hold down mouse one and press space every few minutes. And like that was all she could tell me it was. And I was like, 
I can't believe this game is that boring. And then the fact that you couldn't play killer with your friends like you could in Friday the 13th, the had me just thinking like that that game was fucking dog shit. The and then Scorpy got into it. The he tried it for one of his one of his horror streams uh a few months back and uh and I was like and and for one of his streams I was like, "You know what? I'll try that game again." And Meager and Scorpy played it. The uh and like something about it was just like there's something here something about like the first game i played coming back was the survivor mode and like something about the fact that like like the fact that that game is is mostly balanced around the fact that like one team can see in third person and has this giant fov and the other team is powerful but can only see in first person like something about like just hiding behind a small little box as scorpio walked right past me and he didn't see me i was like okay that's kind of neat like i'm into this concept it's advanced hide and seek yeah, when it advanced hide and seek, advanced cat and mouse, and then like, and then I started playing killer, and I was like, okay, this is fucking fun, and now I'm like one of my main games now. Yes, yeah, that was like a total shift because I like I went years like not only disliking the game but expressing to other people how much I fucking hated it. Like like a few months back, like Lauren got into it, and anytime she brought it up, I was like, how can you play this? How how are you enjoying this? And she got so annoyed with me because like I couldn't stop like something about Dead by Daylight made me so mad, and like now. I'm a changed man, and I, re- I regret. Upset you? Yeah. <laughs> Stop having fun. Uh, mustard. That, <laughs> yeah. All the right. Food. Yeah. All right. You, you know, actually, I changed my answer. I changed my answer. Sex. Okay. <laughs> you hated it. Now you love it. Uh, pickles. You know, I kind of feel the same about mustard. That sounds like you just growing up. Yeah. I almost think foods that you disliked when you were young and now that you do like is a different question. Because that's like that's like literally your your physiology of your body is changing, which yeah. causes you to to like or dislike different tastes. But I agree about mustard. I hated mustard as a kid, but now I'm all about it. It's yummy. Mustard's good. Yeah. Mustard is too strong tasting for a young child, but delicious for me, an adult. Unless you're like a fucked up child and you drink it. Talking about me? What? I hated Street Street Fighter Five, and I still do. <laughs> that's not that well, doesn't answer that's the, not question. the question see that was a reverse situation where i thought i liked street fighter 5 for a while and then i hated it still hate it damn what have i shifted my opinion on usually i feel like i get it right the first time damn long think. has never changed his opinion on anything he's been right the first time always i can't really explain why in short words but that makes perfect sense for log yeah I mean, I'm like that about a lot of things too. I got, I, 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 I suss out what I like and don't like um, a asap. Yeah, it's hard for me. What was something that I didn't like? I mean, if you I don't have anything, you don't have anything. You don't have to have an answer. Because I, I feel like it makes no sense that I wouldn't have something like that. Because there's, there's so much stuff out there. But what could it be? I just usually don't commit that kind of stuff to memory. I just know yeah. Sekiro because it happened recently. Yeah, that's the thing. I remember Mass Effect because it was such a big flip. Whenever I was a kid, I didn't like rap, but but then I yeah I listened to rap and I thought yeah this yeah, is I good. Feel like that's music is definitely a strong contender for your choice for this. Question. I will admit I was the kid in like sixth grade that said I like all music except rap or country. The classic. I feel like whenever I was a kid, I just had like a general disdain for music. It's like, I, I don't care about any songs. That's wild. That's I am now. To, to say. <laughs> I mean, I only heard songs that played on, like, the car radio. And sure, that was it. yeah. 
You played video games. Video game music. Yeah. Like video game music? I guess, I mean, like, there'd be, like, one, there'd be, like, one song per game that I would put on a loop, and that would be it. I was that kind of kid where, like, I, like, when I, when I was young, I didn't pay attention. I didn't have, like, favorite bands except for, like, just stuff that my dad listened to that I also liked. Like, I thought oh my Sticks God. was one of my favorite bands, and it's absolutely I, not. Uh, however, I still do like that one song by Sticks. It's called, like, Renegade, I think. That's the only that's one I remember. One. I'm a wanted man. Uh, but the, uh, I was the kind of kid that fucking loved video game music. So like when I was in like, like third grade, I got like one of the earliest iPods and I like, I would go to VGmusic.net. So I just had like Star Wolf theme on my Star Wolf theme MIDI on my iPod. And it was like, that was what I would listen to. I know Log is struggling to think of his answer, but I just thought of an alternate answer for, for something that I didn't like, like something I hated, but now I, I do enjoy, uh, Scorpy. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, you know oh, what? Me man. too. Me yeah, fucking me. too. Scorpy <laughs> pissed me off. Scorpy was this fucking. He was like the YouTube an poop steam asshole. chat equivalent of an upstart, where he just showed up, was an asshole, and he just got admin it on the TF2 no server sense. inexplicably for no reason, and he was just a fucking dick. He was an asshole. <laughs> he was a dick. People can change. Now he's like one of the nicest people I know. Yeah, now he's a great friend. <laughs> yeah, but it is funny. Scorpy's dope. Yeah, no, I remember being indignant about that as well. It's like, who the fuck is this Scorpy guy? He literally just walks in and gets admin. What the fuck? Like, I still don't know how that happened. He got mod in the Steam chat, and he got admin on the TF2 server, and, like, specifically admin on the TF2 server, I resented him so much for that, because, <laughs> like, mod in the Steam chat, that's one thing. That's whatever. But admin on the TF2 server, that was a fucking coveted seat, because that you could do shit. Ticket. You yeah. were playing a different game if you were an admin <laughs> on the YouTube Poop TF2 server. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we were, we were playing TF2, like, every day. Corby would just, like, spend his time putting on, like, derogatory, like, mocking hats on people forcibly and spawning pumpkins on them and blowing them up while they're yeah. trying to play TF2. See, I didn't help that by making a hat replacement that was just a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of that one guy, that one guy who played Scout that was so laggy that he moved slower than every other class and you would put the hats yeah. on him. Oh, man. Good times on the TF2 server. The battle drove. Yeah, very different times. The what battle drove. I have nothing. Log, Log got nothing. Log has liked everything he's liked and hated everything he hated. I like everything on the first try. That's kind of how it goes for me. Is like I like I, I feel like I generally have a good opinion of stuff going in until it does until it it, it until it sours it in, until until it burn until it bites the hand that feeds it and then I throw it in the dumpster and I never speak of it again. Saucily asks, what's the best YouTube comment you've ever seen? Oh my god. That's impossible. I've seen so many. There's so many good ones. We got a whole blog dedicated to it. We have a Tumblr it. dedicated to it. Yeah. Okay, maybe maybe that one is too, like, divisive. I'd say, for that question, just a generic answer is go look at the comment tube Tumblr, and that's yeah. our collective answer. Ipricks in our Discord server asks, what contests or competitions have the crew been in? How did they go? Does going hot dog eating contest? <laughs> yeah, going hot dog eating contest. I'm not quite sure what you're asking there at the end. Uh, Don't take this the wrong way. This is not an invitation to spam the questions channel with nonsense. I only brought this one up because I think this person made a genuine mistake, which makes it actually funny. <laughs> 
Yeah, like it's not funny if you just say nonsense and you know you're saying it. It's only funny if you fucked up and said something yeah. wrong. I was in a lot of competitions as a kid, mostly because of my being in bands. You know, like you do, you do. There's like a lot of competition in in like band and stuff in high school and even in middle school. I'm trying to think if there's anything like I entered by myself though. Yeah, every competition thing I was entered into was like forcibly. Like, oh, science fair. I don't want to do science fair. Science fair is fucking lame. Well, we're going to do science fair. And uh, because I also was trying to get a good grade, I was usually picked. I was like, well, what? I, I don't. I don't want this. I remember in high school doing an experiment that I thought would get me a good grade but was mediocre enough for me to like not have to do the school science fair like where i competed against like other other like classes and i still had to i was still the best in my class i was like this is bullshit fuck this i feel like any contest i entered when i was a kid i like repressed because i lost and it was bad like i don't think i ever won any big contests or anything like that i know a story like scorpy told back in the youtube poop steam chat days where like when he moved to Canada as an English-speaking kid, he, he got put in an English spelling bee with a bunch of French kids and just dominated them. <laughs> That's fucking funny. That's good. I don't remember it. There's two things. I was told about this because I don't remember it. It was when I was really little. But I was in, like, a egg and spoon race. Hell yeah. And Ooh. I was told that I was, like, second or third place. However, the entire time I had my hand on the egg, I was just cheating. Nice. <laughs> oh, so that that's like a good outcome where you cheated and you got second. So that's like, you take what you can get. I got good luck in terms of that kind of shit. You still lost? No, I, I won. Uh, like second or third or whatever. Um, They didn't, I don't think they noticed I was cheating. Well, second or third isn't winning. Just thought I should point that out. <laughs> yeah. It's not last place, bitch. Therefore, it's winning. But the ha your hand was on the egg? Uh-huh. Um, And then the second thing was, like Bulb said, a science fair contest thing. Where I didn't want to do it, because like you said, we were forced to. So I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to do like a potato battery or something. And this was like middle school. So I, I I got a potato, got like a the thing that tests current, stuck it in the potato. I was like, I think there's a current. Fuck this. And then I downloaded somebody else's project and presented it and got ah, yes. second place. <laughs> no, you had to run the gambit. That's That's the problem. You got to be mediocre. You should have stuck with the potato. I got second place for... No, it was another... I downloaded somebody else's potato report. I plagiarized it. Oh. I plagiarized when I was... I, I think I told this story on one of the podcasts where I plagiarized my sister's Trace Spider-Man drawing for an art contest <laughs> at one yeah, point. No. Which is, like, double bad, because, like, one, it was it was clearly on tracing paper and was yeah. traced, and, and two, I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. The, like... I actually did think of an answer of a time I was in like a sort of competition the where like one I used to go to like summer camp, not like stay away. It was just kind of this thing where like you would like during the day on like certain days of the week during summer, you'd like go up to the school and you would just do like fun shit. The um, it was like it was like Parks and Rec camp. I yeah. think that's what it was called. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. The uh, and like we we were playing like like Camp Jeopardy and like it was and there were like teams. It was like Team Camp Jeopardy. And I think the winner of the team like got like coupons to get free sodas at lunch or something like that. And this actually ties into what I was talking about earlier, how I used to listen to video game music when I was a kid. The 
And the final question in one of the categories, I don't remember what the category would, was about. I think it was like music. And it was like the, the one for the highest points. And it was like, if you got that one, you won. And the question was, I remember, I specifically remember the guy, the guy pulling out the card and he was like, what is the name of the song that plays on the title screen of the hit game Kingdom Hearts? And I instantly like hand shot up, dearly oh. beloved. <laughs> and like, that is like the nerdiest fucking fact to know when you're in fourth grade. But knowing that fact, everyone fucking went ape shit over that. And I was like the hero and I got everyone's soda. Nice, nice. When you're a kid, like a lot of people are like, oh, kids need competition. And you're right, but they should get to pick. You can't. Like, you don't, you can't force kids into competition because they'll hate it. This, uh, I remember one year, I remember one year when I was in middle school, I remember getting our schedule and going like, wait a minute, I don't have gym. And apparently what they did was like, they just took half, like, they just took half the kids in like, in, in my grade, like fourth grade or, or not, or not fourth grade, like in, in whatever, right? Whatever grade. and. Instead of gym, we had dance class, which none of us signed up for. And so, like, half the grade was like, what the fuck? We got dance class. And then there was, like, a dance competition. Like, we didn't want this. (laughs) That sounds like (laughs) shit. It was so shitty. Bulb, you just unlocked a fucking hidden memory in my brain. I fucking had to learn square dancing in, like, fourth grade. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about that on our streams before. Like, I had to learn square dancing, too. Fuck that. Square dancing sucks. I never did. And I live in Texas. All I remember is all I remember is a dosy do. I don't know why. We none of us knew why. None of us knew why. I don't even think the dance teachers knew why they were there because like I wanted gym like everyone else. And the worst part was like kids would be like, ah, you got dance class, and it was like, yeah, half of us have dance class, you asshole. <laughs> like, we didn't pick this. No one picked this. Valp talking about splitting a bunch of kids up into two arbitrary groups unlocked a memory in my brain of a elementary school field day. You know, like a you guys had a field day yeah, yeah, at some yeah, point, yeah, yeah. right? Just a like blast. a bunch of like little games or whatever. I'm realizing now how fucked up it was, and also the fact that this memory has stayed in my head this long shows that it's fucked up. Is that we did a field day on ele- like in elementary school. And they're just supposed to be a bunch of fun games that you play, right? But at uh-huh. the end, they gave everybody either first place or second place. What? Yeah, like they, oh, it was one of those. Deals. It was like, but like as a no as losers. like a third grader, it's like what the fuck? Like, or even as an adult, I'm thinking about it, it's like, what did they judge these kids on? Why did they just arbitrarily decide some kids get first place and some kids get second place? And I got second place, and I was so fucking mad. I'm still mad. <laughs> why did i get second place I, why why was i bad at the fucking egg toss like what the fuck <laughs> you didn't cheat you should have kept your hand on the egg yeah trog they were judging you on how much fun you were having you weren't having enough fun i wasn't having enough fun you weren't positive enough i just think it's <laughs> fucked up to take a bunch of eight-year-olds and then like have them all play a bunch of games and then d- decide at the end who is the winners and who's the losers yeah. yeah, that's, like, worse than first, second, third, and then, like, Yeah, because it's literally just first or second place. You either won or you lost. You were either good or you weren't good. Yeah. That's Fucked worse up. for morale. Yeah, that's kind of shitty. Oh, and then the other competition that I just remembered is one time when I was a kid and I went to the Texas State Fair, They, I, I did a, a game where I ran around a bunch of barrels and pretended to be a horse. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> what was your horse name? I didn't have a horse name. Chuckles. <laughs> I don't think I've ever won a competition that mattered. I know I won the spelling bee at my school when I was in sixth grade, and that meant that I went on to like the county spelling bee or something, or like a district. I don't mm-hmm. know. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you don't prepare for it if you're part of it, because, like, who who gives a shit, right? Mm-hmm. It's a spelling bee. But even so, like, whenever I got to that district spelling bee and I lost, I, I was still mad. I was like, what the yeah. fuck is that word? <laughs> it's like, why are you giving me this hard word and everybody else is give it, getting easy words? You're still mad even though you were like, you didn't care? And I think that's why I tend to avoid competition is like if I if I'm in a competition, I wanna fucking win. Yeah. And if I don't win, I get pissed. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how I feel too. I'm a pretty competitive person, but I have to like enjoy it. I I, I was very uncompetitive in school, but only because I was already being forced into so many competitive things that I was like, fuck this. Like now I like competitive video games, right? But like Back then, it's like, I don't want to do the science fair. Well, you got to do the science fair. I don't want dance class, but you got to do dance class. And we're also splitting you up into groups, and you have to dance against each other. It's like... Well, in dance class, in dance class, you don't get to hit the sick combos. So, like, it's not the same. (laughs) Not the same as fighting games. You weren't a bad dance class then. I remember back in our YouTube Poop Steam group, there there was a guy, and I'm not even going to, like, even name names, but there was a guy that, for whatever reason, just bought every game, and then... On Christmas, he had just, like, a Christmas art competition. I don't know why he had that. Oh, yeah. And it was like, all right, right, draw draw pictures, and if you win, we'll give you games. And I guess for whatever reason, I was the only person in the entire group that, like, actually decided to, oh, if I try, I'll win a game. And I did, and I drew a picture that I actually, like, put some effort into and naturally, I'm the only person in the entire group that put any effort in, and so I won the first prize. Hey, you did it! Yeah, but that like none of us were, you know, counts. Like, like you got, like you guys were all going in there, just like you guys were all going in there trying to lose. So that barely yeah. counts. I mean, it makes sense for that group of people, for that group of children, yeah. essentially, that none of us would try. Hey, so I did find, I did find our podcast thumbnail picture. In the Discord right there. But the picture also unlocked a memory of mine. But does does Balloon Blast count as a contest? It can. I don't think so. I think it's too small. I scale. think it's a scam. I think if there's four players, it's a contest. You're competing okay. with other children. What so I was it? playing Balloon Blast or an equivalent game at a carnival. And I've told you guys this story before. But we were playing the game. And I won. And the, the reason that I was playing that game was because they had cool Sonic plushies. And that was like fucking rare that you would see that at a carnival and you win and the fucking carny comes over and he holds Sonic and Knuckles up to you and he says, you want red Sonic or blue Sonic? And I got so fucking mad. (laughs) That's bullshit, man. I want blue Knuckles. Do you want red Knuckles or blue Knuckles? That's even funnier. (laughs) You don't know Sonic, but you do know Knuckles. Against my better judgment, I still enter competitions. I'm in one right now. Uh... If I win, you won't hear the end of it. And if I lose, you won't hear about it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, reflecting on all this has made me realize something. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I constantly lied. I loved cheated, Balloon Blast. Stole. Yeah, you were a bad kid. I was a You're shit a bad boy. kid. <laughs> 
But the best part is, I always got away with it. Damn. Well, you weren't ever punished. Now that's why you still. No, nobody are ever lying. caught me. Okay, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go into details. But I, for me, it's the same way until I did get caught, and then it was bad. But I won't <laughs> go into details because I can't go into details. It built up, and and you you got all your negative karma out on the same instant. Yeah, and then my life's been great since then. And after I met those horrible consequences, I I stopped when. Oh, you know what? No, there was one time I got caught, and there was some pretty bad consequences. <laughs> See, you always you do always get caught. It might not happen until like sixteen years into your life, but you will get caught. Here's the thing, though: is I got the caught, but that thing that I got caught doing, I ended up doing. I still do it to this day, because uh, it's piracy. Oh, did you get a notice from your ISP? We, because we, we lived in Germany, and we got a notice, and it was a 900 euro fine. Damn. Ooh, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, I did not like Aedos or Batman in Arkham Asylum for a long time because of that. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, it's not their fault you stole their game. I know, but... Because I downloaded Batman Arkham Asylum from Pirate Bay, uh, I got in big, big trouble. We gotta wrap up soon, but I, I, I want to add my thing onto that. I think some, looking back at my childhood, especially like in school, grade school taught me how to like social engineer people. Like I was not a troublemaker, but I loved just like wandering around and like. In school, you're not supposed to do that. But like, I would, I like at some point, like in grade school, I just learned to play it cool and just be like, "Oh no, I'm supposed to be here. Uh, this teacher t- told me <laughs> yeah. to be here." Like, I would just like, I would just like take the info I knew and like corroborate, like like build these stories, and like it worked. No, I did that shit too. I remember, I remember going, I remember asking to go to the bathroom for a class, and then just like wandering around and yeah i i did that in high school all the time yeah and and like a teacher would stop me be like and like i would go into classrooms and i'd be like oh yeah you know can i just hang out in here oh you were one of the kids that would just go into a random class that's so crazy i couldn't fathom ever doing that this is not something i utilize as as an adult and definitely not for nefarious purposes but like as a as a kid i did that all the time dude i got free mcdonald's one time because I met this kid at, I think I've told this story, I met this kid at a park, and he was like, yo, what if, and like, these were like, these were like, definitely like, white suburban parents who were like, ooh, it would be so cool if our son knew us, like, a first generation immigrant son, and I knew that, so I was like, ooh, and when I hung out with this kid, I got free McDonald's, <laughs> I never, I, about, 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 that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did the same kind of shit, though, in high school where I would just be like, hey, I need to go to the bathroom. Sign this, like, bathroom pass for me. It's like, yeah, sure, okay. I would leave the leave the classroom, and then I would just go for a walk. There were definitely a few kids in my life who I would hang out with just because they had good snacks at their house. Like this one kid, they always had Dunkaroos. You think, you think my mom would buy Dunkaroos? No, my, my mom and dad would never pick buy that fucking sugar trash, but this kid always had them. That's like the dork neighbor I had where I was... I did not really like him, but I was friends with him because his dad could put cheats on my Game Boy, and because he 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 and I would go to the pool. I would just go to the pool for free. There was a there was this. Oh my god, you guys aren't gonna even believe me because this is like such a weird thing. When I was a freshman in high school, there was a kid 
that I swear to God was the same age as us. But this kid had a, this kid was like Russian. They had a full beard and they always had fruit snacks. And we, and it was dope because they would always hand out fruit snacks, but they, they had a full beard. And we were like, how do you have a full beard? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> he was scared of it. I don't know. This is scary. It won't go away. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I zoned out. The Did you say that was a, like a Halloween thing? No. <laughs> that this. Wait, who gave you a bearded man gave you fruit by the foot on Halloween, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. He doesn't have any scary Halloween stories. Not like, not not like, not like Jason Friday the Thirteenth. We have to end the podcast. We have to end it. It's two hours. No, because you, because you, because me miss, because me mishearing what you just said reminded me of a time on Halloween where he went to this one guy's house and the door was just open and he was sitting in his living room watching TV and he told us to walk into the hallway to get the candy and it was like I had the, the same thing happen. It was it was on the dresser and like. It was probably not smart of us kids to do that, and we were definitely all freaked out. But we did do that, and he definitely the candy was more important. He definitely because it was it was like it was it like he had good candy. He had like crunch bars and shit, but like it was very suspicious. But we just like and we all knew it too. I think like when we walked in because we definitely did just walk in. We grabbed the candy bars. We just pieced the fuck out of there. It just it wasn't a malicious dude. It was just genuinely a lazy fuck. Who couldn't be asked to give the kids the candy? He'd rather have them walk into his home. I had the same thing happen, except it was—it wasn't just us. It was like us and our parents. He, it, somebody was just in their living room watching TV, and they're like, "Yeah, just come in and get some candy." It's like you can't even be on the fucking porch. All right, man, whatever. Nice place you got here. Bye. I couldn't imagine. And that's the end of our show. I was gonna say, and you know what else I couldn't imagine? Ending this podcast. I couldn't imagine this podcast ending any sooner. I'm so hungry. Chat, if you're listening, if you're listening to this episode on Halloween, yeah, chat. The I do that all the time. You, fuck. <laughs> if you listen to this episode on Halloween, the uh, we do have bowls of candy out for our listeners. The uh, my if you one, um, one per listener. Don't take any more than that. But I do have Mister Good Bars. Want them? I like Mister Good Bar. Well, you don't get any because they're for our listeners. I listen. That's true. Hey, what are we? What are we doing? Plug us. Plug. Plug our shit. You're not. We're not done with the candy joke. You have to finish the joke. <laughs> I'm done. Bob, we're candy trying to joke. tell a joke. You <laughs> you fucked it up. The, okay. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. This was where do we begin? We didn't know how we were going to start this shit. We started it with smells. It was bad, but we know how we're going to wrap it up. We know how it's ending. The if you want more content from us. The, of course, you can hit us up in our Discord, discord.gg slash TV, where you can get announcements for podcasts, my live streams, the crew's live streams, everything all in one. The, if you want to find me specifically, just Google Wayne Radio TV. I'm on Twitch. I'm on Twitter. I'm on all that. The, and if you want to find my friends. Too bad. Yep, <laughs> I'm, that was a segue for you to start talking. Uh, you can look me up. I'm Bow. B-A-U-L-P on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. Find my vids, find my streams, watch them. Most websites you can find Balp. Balp's got an easy one. He's the only Balp around. Yeah, Google Gather You Power. You'll figure it out. It's easy. It's a good one. He just came out with a new chapter. It it's is. one of his best yet. Lots of laughs in that. Master Gur, what about easy you? Easy enough to find. Literally, Master Gur on virtually every fucking platform. Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. Also known, new bestowed name, Master Gear. Uh, That's frog. right, Wayner. How about you? 
Uh, I am on twitch.tv as TR0G, and I am on Twitter as Trogort, T-R-O-G-O-R-T. All right. And like a palindrome type Wrap deal. up the yeah. night. Let's all, let's all start shooting our water guns at the clowns to make okay, balloons okay. pop. Uh, thank God you said water all balloons. Right. All right. Oh, the, the clown's moving. Oh, Mine's hard. not working. <laughs> Mine's not. Oh, what ah. the fuck? Oh, what the fuck? My balloons was bigger than yours when it popped. I'm not. I'm not gonna get Blue Sonic at this rate. Rasta banana. Well, wait, <laughs> I thought yours popped. I thought, I thought his popped. I thought he made the pop sound. I thought you made it. No. Whose balloon wait. popped? Wait. I'm wait. Wait. Where's I'm the getting, carnival? Wait. What's I'm happening? Getting, <laughs> I'm getting red. Oh sorry. God. Oh my God. Wait, it's getting. Wait. Where? Oh no. There's a real ghost.